Welcome, everyone, to the Kathy Lee Parker Show, the number one place for enlightened and entertaining guests, positive vibes, and information that is spot on. And now, for your listening pleasure, your host, Kathy Lee Parker. Thank you so much for listening in. Today with me, I have Tim Marshall. He's a national recognized entrepreneur, award-winning author, and a keynote speaker as well, and many, many, many other things. We're going to hear so much about his life and his accomplishments and also to help us as well. He's got something to say. So welcome to my show, Tim. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me on. You're welcome. You are such an accomplished young man, and uh, you have done so much and helped so many people, especially with your um, speaking engagements as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm very honored to have you on because I know how busy you are. So you're very, very busy. So um, first of all, tell me about your life growing up, like especially something I heard about something that happened to you when you were in your seventh grade. And yeah, I mean, at the age of twenty. Yeah, I mean, basically, you know, it's like we all have certain issues. Some people do, some people don't. You know, growing up, and um, you know, I had an issue with school, and it was just I didn't apply myself, so I just literally stopped learning um, in seventh grade. From that time on, I mean, I literally just stopped. So my parents would go to work. I would go over to this park bench. I'd wait for them to leave, and then I would hide in the house. And I uh, somehow got away with uh, getting my high school diploma with really no education. And um, and it wasn't until... But how did you, you, Tim, how did you turn this around? How did you turn this around? You know what it is? It was one of those things where it was like, when I was younger, I thought I was the dumbest guy on the planet. I mean, literally, I just thought I had my I had low self-esteem. Um, I had insecurities. I had so much self-doubt. You know, I was an athlete. I worked out a lot. I had this big exterior image, but I didn't have it between my ears. And I kept having these self-defeating thoughts. And then one day I found this tape in my um, parents' garage called The Strangest Secret by Earl Nightingale. And then I played it over and over and over again. And, it's, and he basically said, you become what you think about. And mm-hmm. it hit me, it's not so much what I thought about, it's about what I didn't do. So I disagreed with that concept. And I took that concept and I changed it. And I've been living in crisis mode for 30 years since taking on that concept. Not in a bad crisis mode, but in a way where it's like I, I realized that I was living in fear. And... When I figured that out, I enrolled in the community college, and that's when they told me that my aptitude levels were so low. How did I even get a high school diploma? And I'm going to have to learn every single thing I didn't learn for the last eight years. Plus, I got four years to you know get get a degree in college. So I basically enrolled. I took it head on. I I took twelve and a half years, and I squished them into four and a half years, and I got my um. My, my college degree, but what really, there's a couple different factors, though, that, that kind of hit me um, during that time. Number one is, is this, is that 
you know, anyone can achieve anything if they put the action to it as well as they have a strategy, number one. And the second thing mm-hmm. is is that there's certain things that, that we do in life or we don't do, and we think too much. And when we think too much, more self-doubt comes in. So I never allowed that self-doubt to come in. So that allowed me to really kind of, I took on way too many classes. Um, mm-hmm. and, I, and I pushed myself too far. But the bottom line is, is I did get my degree. But it also led me um, into the emergency room um, in a quantitative methods class. My heart went off. And this is my last semester in school because I took on such a workload. I took on so many classes. And then all of a sudden I had a new different type of fear, which is a fear of failure. I started to worry too much I wasn't going to pass. And then I, I dealt with my next big battle, which is massive panic attacks. Yeah, I read that about you. You had several panic attacks in your Mm -hmm. last semester of college. Yep, and that, um, you know, that allowed me to understand myself further about, you know, putting too much into the fear of failure. So here we go, fear. I'm a fear guy. That's what I've done over 30 years. I take on the hardest things. I achieve them as fast as possible, and I teach people how to overcome them. But the panic, panic, panic attacks are some of the worst things I've ever experienced in my life because literally if, if somebody has one or if they've had them before and they, they understand, when your heart races like that, you get more and more panic, and you literally feel like you're going to pass out and die. And then it wasn't until I looked in the mirror one day and I said, you know what? If, if my heart explodes, it explodes. Let it go. I don't care anymore. I have no fear of death. Fine. It is what it is. I'm done with these panic attacks. And then they went away. So that was my, my next big fear is, is overcoming, you know, it's not to be deep about it, but, yeah, I just became like, you know what, I'm, I have fear, no fear of death. And then Tim, that, I... I... I have two well-known friends that I know very well. I cannot say them on the air, but they're very well-known, famous, etc. They have panic attacks, big time. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I I just about I didn't know what to do. It's it's kind of like uh, when someone goes in that panic attack, you know, they crawl into a hole. They it's it's what do you do? What do you do to help that person? And anything I can think of is just to be there and so they don't hurt themselves or you know and make them you know help them go through and it takes a long time but they're very well known and you would be shocked if I I'll tell you after the show but you'll be like no way and I say yeah they have big panic attacks yeah big and it, it's right before and it they go them. on a show right before they you know yeah I've seen them even in public have one and it's really sad it's yeah, sad. and and it's one of those things where it's like until you absolutely you go through it, and you say, you know what, I don't care anymore. I don't care if this takes me out. I don't care what happens anymore. Whatever mm-hmm. it is, take me out. And that literally is they just went away. So I've helped other people. I'm not a you know a psychologist. You know, I've written books with doctors and stuff, but you know. You know, I've helped a lot of people mm-hmm. through this, you know, and that's right. breaking fear again, right? It's just another element of fear. 
And then, you know, I, I utilized sort of being fearless after that in a very humble way so that when I went into outside sales, I mean, I, I literally broke every single record there was every single month. It was 10 straight years, every month in the country. And this is, this is Toshiba. This is a, a Fortune 1000 company. So mm-hmm. because I didn't have the fear of, re- you know, let, let's just say this. When you become fearless like that, you stop having other fears like fear of being rejected, and you can leverage that being fearless, and you turn it into activity, which is, you know, obviously sales is prospecting, you build relationships with strangers, and, and you become, you know, I got a book called Be Yourself, Sell Anything. So you become yourself, and I could, I literally, you know, I just, I, told, I probably, I mean, I always wanted to be a sports athlete, but I probably broke the world record in consistent sales in the technology business. When a hurricane wow. hit, whenever I hit any, any month, every single month, I just destroyed the records. And that was, you know, and it's not out of ego. It's through, you know, when you start doing certain things, when I go to universities, I always tell kids, there's, there's, two, there's mm-hmm. speed and activity. And what, what's, be, what's between those two things is self-doubt. So when you, when you engage a lot and you continuously do it, you increase your odds and probabilities of building up your skill set, communication, stories, taglines. You know, people start to refer you. So, you know, that was the next step is, is another portion of breaking fear is, is in sales. So that mm-hmm. allowed me to teach salespeople. So then I taught a bunch of salespeople. So it's, uh, you know, it, it just, it went one went into one thing to the next thing. And then, um, you know, in 2008 when the market crashed, yeah, you know, I remember it, was, that. It, was, it was the worst time to ever start a company. And I didn't know the market was going to crash. You know, I had a, I had, a, you know, a couple small, small kids at the time. And, and I was terrified of starting the company because, you know, I made a decision to do it in January, 2008. I opened the company you know, and I could have lost everything that I worked for, you know, in sales and all this other stuff. But because of building up my skill set and learning the art of breaking fear, which is a strategy, it's not just like, oh, I just jump out of an airplane. No, you build your skill set. You, you, you come up with different taglines and storylines, no matter where the market at, is at. If it's crashed, it doesn't mean everybody's doing bad. So I actually mm-hmm. grew one of the fastest growing technology companies in the country and I got recognized by Inc. Magazine four years in a row and I sold it in four and a half years to Conica Minolta and I never borrowed a single penny and I was profitable every single month. Um, and wow. it's not about I'm great. It's, and this, this is not about me being great. This is about empowering other people to be great. You know, in order to be a good entrepreneur, it's not about I, it's about we. So, you know, the, the two, two biggest concepts that I teach people is have an open mind and drive. When, when you have somebody that has an open mind and drive and you hire somebody and train them, they can achieve exactly what you've done. And that's what happened. So I, I had just some people I loved to death and, you know, I grew a, a fast company. And then, you know, I've just uh, I've taken all my fear concepts. I've taken notes over 30 years. I've worked with over 6,000, I mean, uh, thousands and thousands of businesses. And 
It just mm-hmm. allows me to just take on pretty much any challenge and start over from scratch. So, you know, I know mm-hmm. like right now we're kind of in a crisis mode in the, you know. Yeah, the word in this um, epidemic here, the panic mode, and I've talked to some of my other friends who are very extremely successful, and they said it's almost like spooky. That's what they keep telling me. It's spooky out there. It's like nobody wants to take the next step. And they're like holding on to their money and they're no one to invest. And I'm like, I think we're going to be really okay. Do you know how you get sick You get, and you start getting sick and then all of a sudden you get the worst time and then you get better? <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And I think we're at the worst and we're going to slowly get out of it. So that's just my opinion, but. I think you're we're right. going to be okay as a country. You're going to, you're hundred percent right. And then, you know, I'm a historian as well. I studied trends, analytics, all kinds of mm-hmm. different things. And, you know, through history, we've had, we've all had, you know, we, we had nine 11. We've had so many different things happen in our country. World war two, world war one, um, pandemic, epidemic. And we've had so many different things over the course of time. And when mm-hmm. we're in a state of crisis, sometimes, we feel like that we can't control anything. And if we can't control anything, then all of a sudden that dark cloud is, is, you know, looming over our head. But in reality, for me, in helping people either overcome fear or helping people start businesses or going into corporations and absolutely coming up with some of the best strategies and taglines to help them so that it, it kind of corresponds with some of the, the um, crisis you know, fear that's out there because it really can be the best opportunity to build something. You know, I've, I'm mm-hmm. working with a couple of people right now. They're building, I mean, their companies started right during the uh, pandemic. I mean, I got two of my customers and, and they're absolutely crushing it. So it's going to pass. It always passes. Mm-hmm. Time mm-hmm. always heals. Right. You know, and, and it's the meaning we give it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and this is, you know, from somebody that has, you know, taken on, you know, it's like I, I, I live between uh, um, Charlotte and I have a place in South Florida. Uh, I live on Singer Island, but, you know, I've gone through massive hurricanes, you know, which is a crisis. And, you know, I've, you know, for me, I always or I teach people how to always keep moving forward no matter what. Because when everybody's going one way, thinking it's negative, and there's the you know the you know maybe it's twenty percent of the people that are being positive right now. Those twenty percent of them are going to absolutely crush it. So mm-hmm. it's it's really a it's it's a horrible time right now, but it's a good time to build up your coping skills. It's a good time to build up your skill sets. It's a good time to you know look at certain things with your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. What can you improve? in yourself, in your life, have some new goals, you know, stuff like that. So, um, but anyway, it's, uh, it's, it's Tell me, Marsha, tell, I mean, um, Tim, tell me about, you know, some of the companies that you really turned around that were just like on the verge of bankruptcy or closing their doors. And, uh, yeah, tell me, you know, a story. Okay, I'll tell you a story. So when I sold my my company um, to Konica Minolta, and uh-huh. 
there's some other companies that were looking to buy my company. And the bottom line is, is that um, the president of Toshiba that used to give me the awards for being the number one account manager, he was one of the, he worked at Konica Minolta, and he was one of the people or teams, I should say, because when you sell your company, you have a team of people coming in. It's not just one person. You have teams of people going through your financials, audits, every single thing there is. So he was the um, you know, president of Toshiba, and then he became the president of Konica Minolta. So he was all over, you know, trying to, you know, get my business because he wanted me to obviously work for Conic Minolta, but he also knew that I, I'm, I have integrity and all this other stuff. So the bottom line is this. He, you know, they bought the company and bought my company, and then three months later they bought another company that was incorporated. I think they incorporated in 1969, and they were one of the biggest, I don't know, companies, I think, in the state of Florida for a period of time, but they were actually in bankruptcy. They were losing... I mean, I can't even tell you how, I mean, 700000 a million, million dollars, whatever it was, a month or quarter. It was just, it was really bad. And, and it was a questionable move for them to buy the company. But the bottom line is, is that they bought the company and then they gave it to me to turn around. So I had my company that I'm still running, you know, and then they gave me another company um, to basically say, you're the president of this company now as well. So I turned around that company in three weeks, and wow. the way I did, the way I did it is this: mm-hmm. best message wins, and all it takes is teaching people the art of storytelling, the art of having taglines, the art of believing in yourself, the art of networking in a different way, real networking, not going to a networking group, creating a networking business. You could have one customer and turn them into 5,000 if you network it the right way. So I went in and, you know, through the whole thing, had the meetings every single day, went through all the different, their offices all over the place. So it wasn't just like one tiny company. And it was just changing their message immediately, changing their message immediately and absolutely blitzing the market. And I've done it over so many times. I've done it with startups. I've done it with companies in bankruptcy. I've done it with companies that are, you know, looking to clean their books up and, and, and sell. I've turned, you know, salespeople into basically like solopreneurs in a way where they work for a company, but they just explode in their monetary value and what they bring in with business. It's based on its strategies. You know, it's, if, if, there's a lot of people out there that are like motivational and this and motivation of that. Motivation only gets you so far. You have to have a strategy in a certain way where somebody can follow it, a company, a person, whatever it is, because once you utilize that strategy, it can be used for all things in your life, including turning around companies, turning around relationships, building up your finances, diversifying your portfolio. So that's what I do. Absolutely amazing. Well, Tim, hold on, and we're going to be right back after these messages. Perfect. Having a brighter, whiter smile is important to you, even during the coronavirus crisis. Teeth whitening can be safe and convenient, because at Curly Whites, we come to you. Our technicians take all the recommended safety precautions, and you don't have to leave your home. Get all your family treated in one afternoon. 
It's safe and convenient and less expensive than a visit to the dentist. Pearly White's Mobile Teeth Whitening. Visit pearlywhitesfl.com to book an appointment today. There's a reason Summit County residents have been choosing Park City Mattress for 10 years. With Sini, Serta, Tempur-Pedic, and Stearns and Foster right here in Park City. And the lowest price guaranteed. Park City Mattress in Redstone Village at Kimball Junction. See us at pcmattress.com. I'm Sean Nielsen, professional parent recruiter with Rise Services Utah, and we have a unique opportunity to open your heart to children and adults with developmental challenges by becoming a respite foster care provider. Respite care providers are part-time and fill in when our full-time parents need time away from the child in their care. It's a great way to help those in need without committing to a full-time position. If you'd like more information about this wonderful opportunity, please contact me today at 801 676 8926. Sarah Yoga and Wellness offers online, live, and interactive yoga classes, including one-on-one classes, group classes, a 90-day awakening program, and a teacher training certification program. Sarah has over 20 years of experience and can help you make your spirit, mind, and body a priority in your life. Learn more at sarahyogaandwellness.com or call 801-390-2108. Do you know how much equity is in your home, condo, or townhome? Do you want to lower your rate and take cash out? We're Valorum Equity, and we make mortgages easier. Give us a call at 800-764-9072 or visit ValorumEquity.com to receive your free home assessment today. Trouble sleeping? The mattress you choose makes all the difference. How do you select from thousands? At Mattress Warehouse, we do things differently. We fit you to the right mattress that you will love for many years and get up to eight months on our comfort guarantee. That's how sure we are about getting you the best night's sleep. Visit MattressWarehouseUtah.com and download your free Mattress Buyer's Guide to help you select the right mattress at the best price. Hey, this is Rocktop Construction. Rocktop is a family-owned business based out of Utah. We specialize in replacing worn or storm-damaged roofs and understand how to assist homeowners with property claims. For reliable service and the best value on a quality and energy-efficient roof, call Rocktop Construction at 801 567 one two three four. We have an A plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. Again, that's eight zero one five six seven one two three four to find out more about how we can protect your home. This is Chris Jackson here to protect your lifestyle, legacy, and loved ones free of charge. Whether you're on a budget, near retirement, or a business owner, I have your back to make your financial dreams a reality. Call me today at four three five seven six zero. 3955 to set up a free consultation to learn more. I am Chris Jackson, your financial advocate and wealth educator. Again, call me at 435-760-3955. I'm sitting here with Tim Marshall. He's a national recognized entrepreneur, award-winning author, and a keynote and seminar speaker. Thank you for hanging in there with me, Tim. Oh, no worries. <laughs> yes, no worries. and 
I'm so grateful that there's somebody out there that teaches not just strategy, I mean, strategy and not just, you know, um, you know, in business, not just um, hanging in there, not, you know, what you said earlier, you know, I'm glad that you teach strategies because there has to be ways to get a company back on its feet. Oh, there's yeah. a lot of companies are hurting right now, and I'm sure a lot yeah. of, you know, homeowner, I mean, owners are listening in to figure out, hey, yeah. I got to find a, a better method. And uh, um, I'm going to talk to you, too, about I'm getting some text messages that people would like to have you come out to the West and to, you know, speak. Absolutely. So, I would. And, I would. Um, Tell me something to do about the profile every single month up to up to today you sold your company um tell me about that what you know what was it what was that like was that possible well, I mean, was it what was it possible to sell that company oh yeah I mean here's how you, you know it's like I go through this you know it's like a strategy right so from the under you know basically I've done research. My for 30 straight years on how to turn people's lives around or how to build businesses or looking at analytics, looking at numbers, looking at benchmarks, how do you scale a company? So when I started my company from scratch, it was, like I said, it was the absolute worst time in the world, especially in, in South Florida uh, in 2008. But I strategized it in a certain way where I, I built it into a corporation from day one. So I wow. utilized certain things like benchmarks. I utilized mathematics. I looked at numbers with net profit. I had zero debt. I didn't borrow a penny from no one. I didn't use any of my own money. I already pre-sold customers before I even started my company, and I was profitable every single month, but it's a strategy in a way that most people don't have it, know it, but they, they can all do it. And I've done it with so many people that it's never not worked. So when a company comes in and they start looking at it, they're like, holy cow, you have everything. You have all your measurements based on labor costs, your um, salespeople. I had warehouses full of parts and supplies. I had a very kind of diversified business. It wasn't, you know, it was a combination of technology, software. Um, I dealt with IT services. I dealt with, like, production systems, a lot of moving parts. But I, I created the strategy in the very beginning. And then, you know, you got to pivot. you got to pivot. you got to pivot. Mm-hmm. And you have to do certain things to build it up. But you, you keep it in a way where you measure it every single month. So when somebody or something happens that you, you have to sell your company or you want to sell your company, when you have 15 people, you know, in a conference room day after day after day after day after day, looking through all your stuff, and they're like, wow. You have every single thing lined up. You have residual income. There's nothing else. I mean, it's it's a perfect situation. And when mm-hmm. I sold, you know, this is, and I've helped other people build their businesses and sell it, like, fast, too. But, um, you know, when, when a company buys, they usually hold back a certain amount. So in my case, you know, they held back 10, 10% and mm-hmm. for one year. And my numbers, not one thing was off. Not one thing a year later was off. Not one penny. Because it's a strategy. It's not because I'm great. Yes. It's, it has nothing to do with that. 
And then once you figured it out, you figured I cracked. You figured, yeah, you cracked the strategy. You figured it out. I cracked the code right now. Building businesses, I'm helping people build businesses right now, and they're they're apps. Like I said, the strategy, crushing it, setting it up the right way. I've learned digital marketing. I've I've learned analytics. I've learned messaging, videos, speaking. You know, all kinds of different things. So. I utilize that to teach people not to over-talk and not to be an egotistical guy because mm-hmm. I have been through the hardest things. I've put myself through the hardest things on purpose, on purpose, because I was at such a bottom um, when I was 20. I, I don't ever want anybody, that even people I don't know. Like, I am so affected right now based on I feel horrible for a lot of people that are suffering out there. I don't have control over that. I wish I did. But the people that I do have control over, boy, do I, I mean, they get out of it real quick. So, but yeah, I mean, selling the company is really about making sure that you have all your numbers in place. You have the, the person that can teach you and help you and you have the right, you know, it, and, and sometimes too, you know, I've, I've had, I've gone into companies where they have a CFO or a finance guy and I'm like, these aren't measured the right way. So, and the other wow. thing is, don't you know, like entrepreneurs, don't always assume you hire somebody that's an expert that's going to be an expert. So mm-hmm. that's where it's like, I've had to be my, you know, anything I've ever done, I've done it myself. So that, you know, I'm not an expert every, at every single thing, but I'm good enough to inspect it, whether it's finance, accounting, messaging, digital digital marketing, growing business, whatever it may be. I have a question, Tim. What about about a company that's growing and they're ready to take it to the next level? Can you help them with a strategy to get them to that next level instead of going out and raising money for it, but yet their company's making a profit? Easily. Do you know what I'm saying? They're making a profit, Easily. but yet they go, we need to get to this level. But how? You know? Because I know a company right now, I can put right in front of you, and, you know, they made their first million in a year and a half. Okay? And now they're ready to go to the next level. But they think they need to get $10 million to get them to that next level. And I'm thinking, but I don't understand. How come you need $10 million to get to this level when you're already growing? So uh, there's got to be a strategy. There's got to be a yeah, way a, mm-hmm. without, you know, um, going into debt, getting that money to make more money. You know what I mean? Because they're, they're yeah. progressing every month. They're increasing yeah. sales, you know, moving up the chain. And I'm worried that Amazon's going to buy them out. But anyway, um, but the thing is there's got to be a way so they can hold on to their company without going into debt. Right. Yeah, that's a great question. And the first thing I want to say this, and I go, I say this when I go to speaking events, I go to universities. I don't. I mean, I, I'll say it all day long. Debt is okay as long as you can leverage it. And if 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 the sky is falling, like if if the market crashes, and if that debt's going to be working against you, be careful with that debt. I'm a no. I'm a no debt free guy. I've, I've always been that. I've, I help people build companies based on not having debt. I can, and, and here's the thing about it. There's, there's something called, you know, it's called scaling a company. 
scaling the company, you don't always have to scale a company in a certain way where you have to borrow money in order to grow it. It depends what your business model is. It depends what your company is. But I've got a couple companies right now that just, uh, you know, there's multiple companies I work with. I'm only going to bring up the ones that I'm, I'm working that just started in the last six months, let's just say. They're all scaling okay. right now. They're not going into debt. And the reason why is this. It's brand, it depends on what your product or your service is, but we create brand awareness in a certain way where you start bringing in customers and revenue so that you can scale your business incrementally without going into debt. But it depends, mm. you know, what the business model is. But I'm going to say messaging, uh-huh. marketing, you know, storytelling. What's your story? You know, what, what, what is really a company's story? Um, you know, and then there's different concepts, but it's very, very, very possible. Probable most companies, most companies can scale without borrowing money. Most. I've never mm-hmm. gone into a company where I've they've taken out a loan, but it's also because, you know, I've utilized my skills in messaging, um, leveraging other things. Um, with teaching people, it doesn't mean that there's some companies that they, they have to borrow money. That's fine. That's, I'm not saying not to. But at the same time, you know, I always teach people, you know, it's, you want to increase your probabilities and, and, and use risk as, as a calculation, not a stop sign. So, you know, I'll take the business model and I'll look at all the different things of how do we increase the probabilities of, of expanding and growing your company without taking on too much debt. Um, and it works. It just, it works. But it depends what the specific business is. You know, that's a generalized answer, but it is very probable on how to mm-hmm. get it done. And you could, you could communicate with other um, potential companies that maybe don't compete with you. You can leverage mm-hmm. them to help market your company. I've done mm-hmm. that with so many different companies. I'm doing it right I've, just in the last couple of days, I just, I just, I, I literally sent out a text message. I think today even to, to uh-huh. five people. I said, "You all are now each other's new best friends. All different <laughs> industries, all different industries. All good people, though. Good people. Uh-huh. All very good right. at what they're doing. They're all startups. They're all trying to do their thing, and they're all worried. So I put them all in combination. Now we're going to build a business, what I call a business bomb." in a good way. And they're all going to help each other get business immediately by leveraging wow. the cu- customers that they cu- talk to. Maybe that customer doesn't need their service. Maybe that other person has a service that the customer needs. So now you've increased your probabilities of opening up your door by offering other services that you're not even selling. And then once that other person gets in the door, they'll bring in the rest of the cavalry. So that's how you, oh. that's how you grow a business. I mean, I just, I'll, I'll literally just destroy a market in a good way by, by doing stuff like that. You know, leveraging and, relationships and, and creating little networking groups where you can literally just, it's amazing how, how fast a business can grow. Um, and that's one of the ways, like, this particular business is going to grow for sure without borrowing money. You know who Donald Trump is, our president. I do. President Donald Trump. I watched him throughout the years, especially in the 90s, and I remember him giving a little talk or something on television, and he, got, and he, <laughs> he said, 
network, 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 and make certain levels of network. You know, there's certain people that go in this networking group. This one goes over here. And he goes, and I never forget this. He goes, I, he was, I guess he believed in network. And he goes, that's why I'm here and you're still there. And I will never forget that. And I thought, he's right. If I network with the Chamber of Commerce people, okay, that's cool. But the point is there's another network group that's over here that's higher up, you know, uh, my millionaire friends. They're not going to go down to the Chamber of Commerce. They're going to go over here. Do you know what I'm saying? And I I learned that strategy on my own, you know, and it really works. It works. You keep these well, certain people over here and you keep these certain people over here and uh, and you network. Every once in a while in the blue, and, you know, every once in a while you can mix maybe one or two. But other than that, I just kept them in their categories. That's my opinion. Yeah. Am I right or am I well, wrong? No, you're right. And I'm going to, just and I'm not, I'm not going to say which side I'm in with politics or any of that other stuff. But I will say, no, that. no, 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 no. Yeah, and I was a member at Trump International, so it's like um, I'm very familiar with Trump. And a, you know, this is before he elected. I said two people that brand themselves oh, yeah. better than anybody, brand themselves better than anybody else is Oprah Winfrey, and I said Donald Trump, and that's in the power of breaking fear. And mm-hmm. you know, he has, he is very good at branding, and he's very good at networking. And he's, and yeah, he's, you know, that's why I learned his strategy on that. Working. He's got, he's, he's a, he's a strategist and he's a numbers guy. Numbers, 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 you know, um, you know, cer- certain things he says, Hey, you know, I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to go into the whole political thing, but I'll just say right. this. I'm very familiar with him. So, um, and like I said, it's not your, like your normal everyday you can you can literally, like I said, you can you can have one customer, and that customer knows three other customers or three other vendors, and that three other vendors know three other and three other and three other. I mean, there's so many different ways to effectively network that a, most people don't understand that part of it. You know, I had somebody today. It's one of the guys that also I'm helping build a business, and um, and I've done. I mean, I've. Every every business, I'm like, wow! I didn't think I was going to be able to build this business or help this person. I mean, any, I mean, just crazy businesses, and they all—it's all, all the same strategy. But the bottom line is, I've got somebody that's a, a, a blue collar guy that um, he's crushing it. You know, he just started up six months ago or whatever, and um, but he's he's got a construction company, and he goes he'll go out to a, a neighbor. And then he's, you know, we, we branded them. We, we've created such a, you know, the, the logos, everything looks top notch. And then mm-hmm. he'll go out there and then he'll literally have the customer potentially call the neighbor or somebody else he knows, and then he'll get a referral on the phone. I don't, wow. you know what I mean? So there's, so uh-huh. he'll take out a whole entire neighborhood, like, and he does roofs as well. And he'll uh-huh. literally... I mean, this whole strategy is just, and that's, it goes into the same concept. So people know people. There's two important things in life. It's what you know and who you know. And more times than not. <laughs> we heard that so many times. Yeah. We heard that and so many times. But do we really use it? No. No. <laughs> Most people don't. I hear that so many times. It's who you know. It's who you know. Yeah. 
and yes. it's and it's and it's the art of building those relationships with strangers because some people say, ah, oh, you're just you you know you're lucky or this or somebody might be lucky. No, it's there's uh-huh. no luck. You either do it or you don't do it. Period. Point blank. And if you continuously do it, your network will always grow. You'll never have to worry about money again. Having a brighter, whiter smile is important to you, even during the coronavirus crisis. Teeth whitening can be safe and convenient because at Pearly Whites, we come to you. Our technicians take all the recommended safety precautions, and you don't have to leave your home. Get all your family treated in one afternoon. It's safe and convenient and less expensive than a visit to the dentist. Pearly Whites Mobile Teeth Whitening. Visit pearlywhitesfl.com to book an appointment today. There's a reason Summit County residents have been choosing Park City Mattress for 10 years. With Sealy, Serta, Tempur-Pedic, and Sturgis Foster right here in Park City. And the lowest price guaranteed. Park City Mattress in Redstone Village at Kimball Junction. See us at pcmattress.com. I'm Sean Nielsen, professional parent recruiter with Rise Services Utah, and we have a unique opportunity to open your heart to children and adults with developmental challenges by becoming a respite foster care provider. Respite care providers are part-time and fill in when our full-time parents need time away from the child in their care. It's a great way to help those in need without committing to a full-time position. If you'd like more information about this wonderful opportunity, please contact me today at 801-676-8926. Sarah Yoga and Wellness offers online, live, and interactive yoga classes, including one-on-one classes, group classes, a 90-day awakening program, and a teacher training certification program. Sarah has over 20 years of experience and can help you make your spirit, mind, and body a priority in your life. Learn more at sarahyogaandwellness.com or call 801-390-2108. Do you know how much equity is in your home, condo, or townhome? Do you want to lower your rate and take cash out? We're Valorum Equity, and we make mortgages easier. Give us a call at 800-764-9072 or visit ValorumEquity.com to receive your free home assessment today. Trouble sleeping? The mattress you choose makes all the difference. How do you select from thousands? At Mattress Warehouse, we do things differently. We fit you to the right mattress that you will love for many years and get up to eight months on our comfort guarantee. That's how sure we are about getting you the best night's sleep. Visit MattressWarehouseUtah.com and download your free mattress buyer's guide to help you select the right mattress at the best price. MattressWarehouseUtah.com Hey, this is Rocktop Construction. Rocktop is a family-owned business based out of Utah. We specialize in replacing worn or storm-damaged roofs and understand how to assist homeowners with property claims. For reliable service and the best value on a quality and energy-efficient roof, call Rocktop Construction at 801-567-1234. We have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. Again, that's 801-567-1234 to find out more about how we can protect your home. This is Chris Jackson, here to protect your lifestyle, legacy, and loved ones, free of charge. Whether you're on a budget, near retirement, or a business owner, 
I have your back to make your financial dreams a reality. Call me today at 435-760-3955 to set up a free consultation to learn more. I am Chris Jackson, your financial advocate and wealth educator. Again, call me at 435-760-3955. How did you overcome four uh how did you overcome your fear of public speaking and uh and then getting twenty thousand dollars in speaking fee in for thirty minute for thirty minutes? Um, and be the key you know, speaker. The fear, the fear you know the fear I'm I'm just say like I would do this. If I had a fear of something and let's say, you know, fear of public speaking, right? So if I was and why to do something, or if I had an opportunity to do it, I would just do it first. Just do it. Don't think too much. Uh-huh. Because just what's between, it. just do it. Because what happens when we think, so, like I did a quote the other day, if you're going to do, um, if you're going to be in fear of Godzilla, and you have to face Godzilla either way, you better face him now. Because that fear will be inflated. So, but I use the art of communicating with strangers, um, speaking when I ever could. Was I nervous? Was it fearful? Of course it was. Absolutely. Everything is. I was terrified when I started a company. I was terrified, you know, public speaking. I was terrified writing books. But once you do it and you keep doing it and you keep doing it and you keep doing it, just like riding a bike, anybody can do it. Anybody can be a great speaker. And one of the things about being a speaker is, it's like, you know, I've self-taught myself to be a speaker where it's like, you know, I, I, I tell people if they want to take the advice or not, read 30 minutes in the morning out loud. Why would you do that? Voice inflection. The uh-huh, opportunity yeah. to change the way you speak sometimes. Maybe you speak a little bit softer and you slow down. But that's mm-hmm. some of the things that I've utilized in order to um, break down my fear of public speaking, um, learning how to tell stories by practicing. You know, you have everything is a practice. Nobody's, mm-hmm. nobody's just born an entrepreneur. Nobody's just born a speaker. Nobody's this. It's all about practicing 100%. And here's the, here's the biggest thing about practicing is this. Especially wow. now, this is, this is the best advice. If somebody is feeling down and absolutely destroyed right now, be the best mm-hmm. in the world at one thing right now, whatever that is. So my attitude is if I'm going to take on public speaking, I want to be the best in the world. I'm going to practice to be the best in the world. It doesn't mean I need to just live by this 24-7, you know, every single day and this is all what I do. No, mm-hmm. I'm going to... I'm going to start doing the due diligence and research and figure out exactly what I need to do in order to be the best that there is. Because once you start learning more about how to be more effective, your fear meter goes way down. Right. So, and, Interesting. Uh, tell me, Tim, tell me, how did you write seven books in two years? And there are different ones, uh, different topics yeah. and everything. In yeah, two so years. Basically I, yeah. And, you know, by the way, if anybody wants to look up my um, website, and I'm not big into to selling stuff, but I've got an online <laughs> university that's um, for breaking uh-huh. fear, entrepreneurship, and sales, and it's like all takeaways. It's Tim uh-huh. S. Marshall, T 
timsmarshall.com because I always forget. Even on stages, sometimes I'll forget to bring books and everybody gets mad. Where's your books? I'm like, because I usually try to just teach people and do stuff and, you know, whatever. But um, mm-hmm. the bottom line is, is, is I took notes over close to 30 years, whatever that is. So every customer I visited, every salesperson I trained, every business I went into, whether it's NFL teams, whether it's, you know, a startup, whether it's a technology company, whether it's a, a plumbing company, whatever, I took notes on everything. So, and I realized that all the different things that all the notes I took over years, which was a lot, I had to formulate them into a strategy. So my strategy, Uh my strategy, my strategy is this. If you hold up your hand, there's, you know, we got five fingers. Most people have five fingers. So, (laughs) you know, my first finger is personal growth. So mm-hmm. when I coach somebody or when I go into a business, I make sure everybody's got their stuff together for, for the most part. And if they want help to, you know, get some of the, the you know, squirrels out of their head a little bit, personal growth is mm-hmm. it's huge. So I wrote a book on personal growth, and I had the notes on that. So this is, okay. a, this, is a strat- this is a strategy I'm talking about. So you got personal growth as your thumb. Your next finger is be yourself to sell anything. Because once you you know, get personal growth, you have more confidence to be yourself to sell anything. The third finger, which is the middle finger, is relationship mm-hmm. lips. I wrote that with a doctor. And I never knew how much relationships can hurt people personally and professionally. Um, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. So there's another strategy. If you have personal growth, be yourself to sell anything. Relationship is your third finger. Your fourth finger is, um, what is it? It's technology and other brave species, or I forget the millennials and other brave species. That's my fourth book. How to be current and stay current in the changing times. So that's your fourth mm-hmm. finger. The fifth finger is entrepreneurship. So all those five fingers, all those five books is really like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. That's the basic principles you need in life to either be your own business as a household, be your own business as an entrepreneur, be your own business working for a company, having those five principles. But here's where the main concept comes in. You have five fingers and you have your palm of your hand, right? Uh And your palm of your hand is the power of breaking fear. That is a powerful book. Because you can't really personally grow unless you break through fear. You can't really sell much if you break, unless you break through fear. You can't have a re- good relationship unless you break through fear. You can't really keep reinventing yourself like millennials and other brave species unless you break through fear. And you can, and definitely it's going to be a lot harder to start a company and keep growing a company unless you break through fear. So there's the strategy. So I can do a seminar on fear and sales. I can do a Mm-hmm. Seminar, seminar on fear and entrepreneurship. So that was the concept. And then I just, you know, I, I have another book out there that's just, just kind of like a, a different approach, a very small book on, you know, the five uh, principles of personal development or something like that. But my, my point is this. I took all those notes and then I put them all together. And when I wrote my first book, it took me a year. I stayed up for nights at a time and I wasn't a writer. And I became a writer. I, I practiced it. I practiced it. I practiced it. And then all of a sudden it became easier and easier and easier and easier and easier and easier. 
And then all the books became easier. So that's how I wrote all the seven books. But uh, in the beginning, amazing. Amazing. In the beginning, I cried. It was hard. <laughs> I mean, I literally cried. I was like, I cannot do this. Because even though I had got a college degree, my punctuation, my English, I'm not, I'm just, I'm not it, you know? But I, I self-developed myself into practicing and practicing and practicing. And then I became a writer. And then I got great testimonials for the books. It's like, I, if I say I'm great, that doesn't mean anything. But if somebody else says it's great, and that's the most important thing, I always tell people, build evidence in yourself if it's a business. Like, I could say, oh, well, I, we could go through this whole conversation and somebody could say, oh, is he telling the truth on everything? Yeah, because I have Inc. Magazine. I have my testimonials. I have third-party U.S. News. I've got so much stuff that I back everything with evidence so that mm-hmm. so that people buy off of fear or don't buy off of fear. They believe you off of fear or don't believe you off of fear. So, mm-hmm. but I know I kind of went off a, a little bit on that concept, but once I, that's okay. That it, that's okay. Yeah. Once, well, I got a lot, I got a lot of information. <laughs> so I talk a lot, but, um, but yeah, so well, once my, I got the strategy, we'll, ha- we'll have you come now, back. Yeah. We'll have you come back. I yeah. also want to talk about one of your most powerful book, one of your powerful books, and that's the breaking fear. You know, the power of breaking fear, and that was one of your successful, you know, ways of teaching. I mean, tell me about that book because that is, you yeah, know, I saw I mean, that for the first time. I thought, wow, this is something I need. I need to. I mean, I, I I don't mean to be saying this, but you know, we all have some form of fear when we go out there in the business world. Sorry. I don't matter we all who do. you are. We all do. Yeah. We all do. I, I mean, I have, I have self-doubt. I have fear. I mean, I, I take on fear and self-doubt. I live in it. I live in crisis mode all the time. I purposely do that. But it's like, um, but the power of breaking fear, once again, it's a, it's a strategy. So I have certain things in there that I use analogies. You know, mm-hmm. um, awareness could be, yeah, okay, I'm going to become more aware of what I can control or what I can't control. That's easy to say. But no, I go into deep, you know, really dive deep into details about it, being extremely aware of what you control, what you can't control, you know, what you need to have an open mind with, what you need to practice, how to utilize your words, how to overcome fear of the unknown, how to overcome fear of rejection. I mean, it's, it's, there's so many takeaways in that book, and it's and the people that act. I mean, when they follow it, when they follow the strategies of that book, it's never not mm-hmm. worked. And that's why I put it into um, an online virtual training. That's what I was saying at tennismarshall.com. Not to sell my stuff because I'm not in a, you know, I don't really like to self promote myself. It's just more of it. It works. It's just if you're hurting, you it's lived just, it. You lived, lived the experience. You, yep. you 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 lived it and walked it. So you have yep. something to say. You've been there, yeah. and you want to help been others there. to. Hey, you're going through. Let me help you. You know, it was like taking your hand and and let's 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 go through this together, not just alone. Um, yeah, there's. I mean, I know everybody worries and concerned. And what about what do you think about the media? The media really just likes to hammer businesses and you know they get one little truth and then they just blow it up okay so here's what i'm going to say about media okay (laughs) okay 
one of my upsetting topics that I'm, it's a good thing, but it really upsets me because it really affects people. And it really is, okay, number one is this. Media is into selling fear. That's all they're about. Disruption. Fear. 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 All day long. So what do we have? We have a cell phone now that reminds us 24-7, every second of the day, if we want, you know, we got fear. And it's just, all it is, is is basically the most fearful message wins. The most disruptive message wins. You know, for me, like when I started my company, I didn't even use, uh, I got rid of my desk and computer. I just used my cell phone to build companies. But I never looked on, you know, the, the news, or I didn't look. I just, I stayed the course. I don't care what hit. Hurricanes, whatever. I stayed anything. Even the pan, I stayed the course. Now, because I help people in such, you know, in a kind of a different way, I have to pay mm-hmm. attention to the media and I just look at it, and I'm like, you have to be kidding me. You, I, it just, because it really, really does, first of all, it creates depression. It creates anxiety. It creates worry. There's no consistency out there. You know, it's like running a company. You, you know, I've gone through, you know, crises and helping people through crises and their businesses and times and all this you got to have a message, and you got to stick with that message, and you have to stay the course, period, point blank. And if, and if there's people that are, you know, promoting all this fear out there, you need, that's why I go back into be the best of the world at something right now. Because if you think about being the best of the world at something right now, all the other stuff will not matter, or you give it less attention. And the best way to, to look at this is like having a bat, having a flashlight in the woods at night. Now, when you start mm-hmm. looking up the news all the time and you've seen all the fear and all the stuff and the skies falling and all this, I mean, the craziness that's gone on. You know, it's like giving your flashlight, giving your batteries to somebody else and you don't have a battery, you don't have any batteries in your flashlight. So the most important mm-hmm. thing that one can do right now is stay focused on their goals be the best at the world at what they need to do and make the difference in themselves and in their lives and look at what you can control and what you can't control, but don't give your batteries away to the media, mm-hmm. the negative people. So, but yeah, I mean, I can okay. the whole media thing. Yeah. That's a, okay, Tim, we need to, my station is waving me down. It's time's up, but I would like to thank you for so much for coming on my show. The website again is timmarshall.com. Tim Actually, Marshall. Tim, Tim, Tim S. Tim S. Marshall. Oh, Tim S. Okay, Tim S. Marshall.com. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on my show. And we have to end. So thank you, Tim, very, you. very much. And uh, right. I'd like to thank BBS Radio. Thank you so much for supporting this show as well as primetime media. Thank you so much and have a great evening.